Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started I make podcasting look good, Chris. That's a, that's the difference between me and you. Well, the difference is you don't turn your camera on for a reason, but we'll we'll leave that. We can talk about it later. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, I have like a hideous face, and I really don't like sharing it with the squad. <laughs> What's up, bro? Just uh, <laughs> just working. Just finished a little, a little quick walk, a little dog walk. I was creating some food content for my family over at Laird Superfood. What kind of content are we focused on today in the creation studio? Great question. I was I was making some content <laughs> making some content for the grid. It was uh Whoa, 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 whoa. So the check has cleared. Good to know. Um well it's not one lump sum. It's it's gonna be strung out over uh, over a time period. Over all of twenty twenty eleven actually. Or twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Twenty eleven. Damn. You, you, you had a lot less followers then, so that's a pretty good deal that you did. You know what I'm saying? Instagram was different, but that was early days. That was when people were still using Valencia. You wasn't there. <laughs> you had to put Valencia on the superfood and call it a that day. That was so long ago. That was, Chris Black was doing influencing there. Uh, wait, hold on. I was making. No, no, hold on now. I was making. It's it's like a little uh, like a, a Thai or Vietnamese style um, agar agar coffee and coconut water bar bitch what the fuck does i don't know anything that you just said agar agar agar? is like a a a natural vegan um gelatin substitute oh okay okay so it was it's popular in like the vegan and vegetarian world a world that you don't know much about apparently and yeah i'm a little i feel disrespected because i thought agar agar um was a grindcore band that i saw open for orchid (laughs) But I guess I Damn. guess it's it's actually a gelatin substitute because we're trying to we don't want the horses to be hurt. Shout out to the four people that understood that joke. You guys are our true core audience <laughs> and fan base. Yeah, thank um, you. Charlie. But no, it's core it, it, but you basically you make it's kind of like a, a little Jello bar of some sort. The agar it's a little bit okay. more crunchy and and solid than a jiggly Jello, which is a little off putting for some people and other people prefer it. It kind of has like the the bite of a sea cucumber or an abalone that it's a mouthfeel that some people might not enjoy, but it, you, you learn to love my it. My interest, I have to say Jason, my, interest yeah, but you speak. basically, you basically make a jello mold on top of another jello mold 
typically like it's one layer of like a like a vietnamese or like a thai coffee you know what i mean it's like real sweet and bitter really strong and powerful and then like a coconut milk that has a little salt added to it so it's like bitter salty sweet all you know all going on at one time and, it, and it's like a little two-layered kind of two-tone bar um that you'll like okay. slice up into like a little jello treat and you can just kind of snack on it on a hot day for a little pick-me-up so i kind of i freaked it i freaked it for laird and it, i don't know it might not work out if it does work out you'll see it on instagram.com slash them jeans what color is this like what does it look like so it's going to be like a a, a it's going to look just like a like a bar of some you know imagine like a lemon bar or something like that but the bottom okay, half okay, is okay. going to be just the color of of coffee just like dark brown black coffee and then the top mm. layer bottom bottom the bottom the color of coffee bottom bottom layer of the coffee bar same color as coffee um and then so i just want to be clear it's not the same color as mayonnaise no no that is the coupe that is in fact the same color as mayonnaise. oh i'm sorry I, I apologize i apologize the two-seater is mayo the bar bottom half is is a, just a coffee color i understand a dark your brown. confusion but yeah i just want to clear that up <laughs> and then the top <laughs> layer is the color of it's, it's typically like on a traditional recipe it'd be like a, a white color like you, you would mix milk with coconut milk and some sugar and blah 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 so it's kind of like a black and white cookie um of thailand i guess but this since i'm not using coconut milk i'm using the layered superfood kind of like instant powdered um hydration yeah. coconut blend the color is more akin to uh the semen of a human or an animal which could pose uh to be an issue for <laughs> now the my question influencing. That's not an issue for me personally. I'm interested to know how much you personally them jeans because you, you you said animal, so I was just wondering <laughs> how much how much semen how from other animals have I witnessed. How do you feel so confident speaking on the shade of animal semen and how it relates to the layered superfood? Speaking of what you just said, I don't feel confident talking about that at this current moment. <laughs> this, okay the the pr person the pr person just j- did chime in and say this conversation is over due um, due to ongoing court records the the state of louisiana and i have some loose ends to tie up <laughs> as it pertains to that matter so just ne- next question chris next question as you know i'm not allowed in the state of louisiana for reasons beyond my control and i don't want to talk about my relationship with the animal kingdom specifically as it relates to the state of louisiana so if we could just keep I mean, moving well, that, I, that i was i was adding the animal part just for comedic effect i don't know all the different colors of different mm-hmm. animal semen but i'm sure i feel sure. like if animals all had different color semens i would we would kind of know that by now that's a good point that would be that would be a topic of a hot topic of convo yeah 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 and it would be cool and exciting and it'd be a you know it'd make my job a lot easier if that were happening but uh, you know as a member of the zoology yeah, yeah, community yeah it, would. yeah it would yeah paint your face would take a whole God new meaning oh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't chris come on that's a phrase that you taught me oh. so i don't push this back on me. That may or may not be true, but yeah. Other, otherwise, I'm I'm glad I haven't tasted it yet. There's a there's a chance, you know. That's the problem when I come up with these ideas or experiments for like a recipe or something like that. You know, you really hope that it's going to be a home run, um, one take, but that's quite often not the case. And it's kind of I guess it's very similar to you know like painting a picture or writing a song where like, does this have enough? meat on the bones to 
turn it into something or is it like throw it in throw it in the bin the tj the tj test kitchen like many other test kitchens is a is a, a place for experimentation where sometimes you fail and sometimes you yeah, succeed yeah but i think yeah but the real rub is knowing when it's like all right this one ha- you know if i just tweak this blah 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 boom 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 and then we're going to have we're going to have a hit and then other times where it's like wow this i thought this was going to be my million dollar idea and it is absolutely unsalvageable it's not it's not good this one sounds pretty bad, but I'm also <laughs> I don't really know I don't really understand I, I don't know what, what this is based on, so it's hard for me to judge fully. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not you're not as much of a international fella as I am. Yeah, yeah, you're you're real international. Yeah, you're real. I enjoy the flavors of the Orient much more than you do, Chris. I actually, I love the flavors of the Orient. If I'm being honest, I'm just not familiar with this particular bar structure that you're talking about. <laughs> you're more, you're more more, uh, more a typical sixteen or an eight bar type of guy. yeah yeah exactly i i prefer a hot 16 first course verse black we get it yeah when they ask me at hoika how hot i want it i always say 16 <laughs> um and they're very they're very confused by that because the scale is one to ten but it's not You're like it, don't sir worry about it. Okay. Uh, again we have we have mild medium and spicy i don't know why you keep telling us numbers <laughs> We don't numbers. That's not what we do here, really. Um, if you could just, if you could just, anything else would be helpful. But yeah, I mean, that sounds like a. Well, when we link up this week, Chris, I will, I will bless you with a couple bars, not you know, in a new way, and it, the idea for it. <laughs> Bitch, don't do that because I was the one blessing you with bars. If we're being, oh, if Chris. we're being honest. Oh, Chris, come on, <laughs> come on. Not while, not while the fans are watching. But uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll break you off a couple squares. And then you can, you know, the idea is that while you're on the go, you can just grab a, just grab a bar and not only will it fill you with hydration from the coconut flavors of, of the world, but also give you a little, a little coffee boost. I, I love a boost. Um, so that does sound, that sounds, sometimes you need a boost, man. That sounds pretty nice. Yeah. Actually I did, uh, we did 8am hot yoga at Moto this morning. Yeah. Hot yoga is back. Thank God. It saved my relationship. Thank God. So it's, it, it was quite nice to start the day with a deep, a deep warm, uh, stretch with some, also some difficult balancing, which is something that I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be improving on, Good. um, with a, with a, you have to be mindful, Jason, of the tripod foot. You want three points. Oh yeah, of you you taught me that one, and that does it is good to remember that. Yeah. It makes a difference. I, I, before I was like, all right, I got to put all my, you know, mental energy and focus on the heel, but but no, the tripod is the real move. The tripod is the real move, and and of course the core is of paramount, uh, you know, seriousness. You you must engage the core at a, at a high level. Uh, for any balancing if poses. i ever if i ever get a core i'll i will make sure to do that chris <laughs> i will engage it i, I promise i'll get down i'll get down on one knee and i'll put a ring on that bitch. my ass hasn't a core to engage unfortunately <laughs> only core you see is the one flying out the test the window when you finish your your honey delicious my, uh my cosmic crisp in stores now it's a, one of my favorite apples of of q2 i thought cosmic crisp was a tame impala song is it not oh, don't come for big tamey i i you know i in the music space though i need to talk about how bad this billy eilish british vogue cover is it's blowing me away it's a shame because usually british vogue just nails it <laughs> no i mean it's honestly shocking like why do you want to make i also don't understand her whole new they're like making her look a lot older than she is like in a bad not like 25 like 55 <laughs> and i don't under i don't understand why you would i just don't get it i, I just don't understand she looks like samantha from sex in the city it's just weird the whole thing is weird uh and the cover it looks it literally looks like like a 55 year old woman at walmart 
So I don't know what. No, no, it's you're bad. being you're being dramatic. I mean, I'm a dramatic, messy bitch, but it's a bad photo. It's a bad. It's a bad editorial. It's a bad photo. You like it? Did you? Did you? Click okay, through? I'm looking at it right now. It's not there, good. There's there's a lot of strange things going on, and then another photo. It appears to be there's like a lock of hair inside of the <laughs> inside of the lingerie that she's wearing. That's like in between, unless she's tatted up, which I don't think she has like a giant. And you know, like a giant portrait of a black crow on her stomach and hip. What if Billie Eilish was already? What if Billie Eilish was already yatted up heavy? I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if I'm ready for the Billie Eilish sexy pinup era. Yeah, I know. I mean, what millionaire, eighteen year old musician isn't heavily tatted up in 2021? Unfortunately, no, of course. But it also some of these photos look like I don't even know who took this. Oh, Craig McDean. It looks a little bit like her face is photoshopped on the body in almost every yeah. photo. I, I think maybe we're just experiencing a little shock because we are not used to seeing her in such a sexy, sexy, sultry positioning. No, no, that's possible. And I want her to do. I want her to do whatever makes her feel good and empowers her as an artist. I'm, I'm literally behind that. I just don't think this is the movement. She looks older than Adele in these photos, and that's odd because she's not old enough to like buy cigarettes. Basically, I, maybe maybe it's because I saw the doc, you know, and it's 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 still ringing Chris, in my in my ears. Don't watch the doc. <laughs> I already, I already did. You know, I already did. Well, I, I don't. I, I think Walmart polluted. is a little bit of a little bit of a stretch there. Okay, it's more of like a high street lingerie. You know, what I mean. Look, um, Mark Jacobs says "Wow" with three hearts. So if good enough for M, good enough for MJ, good enough for me. That's what I said. We know Mark, Mark loves to simp for celebs, though. So but yeah, and some of the fo- maybe um, you know, I guess it's it's not showing off her height in a flattering way. I will say, is she tall? No, no, no. I'm 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 saying she appears even shorter. I, I guess that's that's just my opinion, and it also feels weird commenting on the body of a. You know, a young person since I'm so old, but I'm not. I, this has nothing to do with her body for me. It has to do with it just being ugly. <laughs> like it's not even. It's just like the the styling is bad, and it's just not. It, it's mm. just not good. Like the whole thing is just not good. It has nothing to do. It's not even her fault necessarily. It's everything. No, it's not else, her fault. You know I think. I, mean? I think the hair and face. You know, for uh, what I'm used to seeing for Billy, looks great. She looks good. But yeah, like her posing. Yeah, you know, next to some like piece of vintage furniture and like a weird linen curtain thing behind her just because the mood board said like let's have everything be tan doesn't mean that's all you have to do some people take the mood board you know jason as you know as a as a professional in the creative industry sometimes people take the mood board extremely literally yeah i mean i have taken the mood board and then i freaked it sometimes and it doesn't always work (laughs) out i mean it takes you know, it takes the eye experience and patience of a, a master to to really get it happening. And is the you said the photographer was was who? Craig McDean, who's I mean, he's a legend, but like you know, every legend makes mistakes. I think you he know, was a legend after this shoot. He's your worst nightmare. Okay, okay, wow, Jason, I, Craig, okay. if you're listening, um, it's on site, bitch. You suck at photography now, <laughs> Craig. <laughs> Craig, pull up to Glendale. Craig, your see what whole portfolio you. is trash. I heard a cool story last night about. Um, first of all, I've had two nights in a row of of hot L.A. restaurants, Jason. That I'm sure. Yeah, you've been painting the town. Well, I, I wouldn't say Catch is hot. Maybe and if it was 2001, but Catch, go, go on, bro. Catch was. I I'm I, I I went there with low expectations because I've never mm-hmm. been there before because I'm sure not a person who would go there. Could yeah? Could you describe Catch to our listeners just who might? I mean. 
I, I've never been there either, and I forgot that it existed. I, and when you told me you're going there, I was surprised that it was still open. I don't, but I don't mean to. No, I don't mean popping. to shade. There's there was like a there's a line outside every night. Like it's like a scene. Mm-hmm. It's like paparazzi. It's a celebrity. It's a celebrity overpriced sushi restaurant. Like you can get sushi with a truffle on it in yeah. this bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's a new money uh, experiential restaurant where you go to be seen. But it's been around for it's been around for a long time. You know what I mean? It's been around. I, I feel like for years. I mean, I feel like it was around during the yeah, hills no, yeah, yeah. It has been for around forever. But if if Nobu is the iPhone, then Catch is the Samsung. Is that safe to say? That's a great yes. That's what I was going to say. The exact yeah, yeah, analogy yeah. you're planning on using. Unfortunately, we we did eat before, so I did not get to sample anything except the, the dessert, which was a. So you're like, um, I'm going to go have dinner at Catch. I'm going to make sure to eat before. What's up with that, Chris? Well, I we, we weren't clear on if it was a drink or dinner situation, oh. the invite. <laughs> you didn't verify? I mean, you know I wasn't in charge of this activation. No more. So we hit we hit we hit Shintaro first. So we got our You own, went to a sushi restaurant before sushi. you went to the sushi restaurant. Now I'm I'm back. At first I was I was hate I was player hating and now I'm player appreciating. Look, catch bro, catch ain't we ain't going to catch for the food, we're going to catch mm-hmm. for the scene. You know what I mean? There's guys out front wearing extremely wild ugly clothing the valet is popping there's chicks in bandage dresses like nothing mm-hmm. has ever happened um and the scene the scene is lit and then we go up so you take the elevator upstairs and it's just i mean it's packed bro every table is packed COVID is over and so i did sample i did enjoy two bottles of san pellegrino sparkling water unfortunately it was in a plastic uh vessel which i don't oh, understand no. But maybe, you know, but, but I don't understand, but we did, I did sample a dessert because I hadn't had dessert yet. And they, they served us something that seemed very popular. I saw other tables with it called a, a, a donut carousel. (laughs) And it was a, a giant carousel shaped like metal sculpture. And it had little holders like where people would sit, but there were just nice round donut bites in them. God damn it. And then it came with three or four different sauces, bro. This shit was smacking. It was good That's as hell. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yes, I love that. it. Really is. Yeah, I mean, it really like, is. It, it's it was like good. a it's it's a culinary time machine for me. It's like if I went to a restaurant that had a donut carousel like that. You know that's like 1997 level level shit. Yeah, and but that's also the kind of stuff that but, like these these basic diners are impressed by, and they'll be like, oh my god, it's you know it's it's the same people that would be interested in securing a reservation at Salt Bay's restaurant, perhaps, or if you're like, uh, it was so popping. You know, some type of crime lord or prostitute, or if you run a child trafficking ring, that's the type of thing that you might be impressed by and interested in. It definitely felt there were definitely there were definitely some guys sitting at the at the, their table with like AirPods in and a Gucci hip, <laughs> you know, Gucci fanny pack around, mm-hmm, you know, the mm-hmm. whole time they're eating. That that's definitely the vibe. Mm-hmm. Um there was some celebrity sightings, of course. Okay, so you so yeah, this is a celebrity hotspot and you really and they delivered with some A list talent. I'm curious to hear who what who who they had over there catch legendary park finger popper the game park um, finger was there (laughs) (laughs) you remember that come on that's his that's the coolest thing the game has ever had a blast Um, in la's parks and recreational systems (laughs) yeah pre-covid he was a he was an influence he was in the parks before covid before they took the rims off the game was in the building and if you if you don't know what we're talking about just google the game park and finger banging and you'll see some great photos (laughs) He'll pull up and blast Broad Day. 
And I'm not talking about the the extension. <laughs> the Draco is is still in the trunk. Um, he he was there with a female uh, of some sort. Um, a, I don't know if they're in a relationship or maybe it was a female a, of some sort. What do you mean? Well, I mean it could. You know, I don't know if that's. I don't know what his relationship status is right now. I don't know if the was she a baddie? Didn't I didn't really pay attention. Well, he looked a little mm-hmm. chubby, um, which you know I think COVID affected us all differently. Yeah, game when he when he's on his grizzly, he can cut down, but. But he's yeah. ripped. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been he shredded. Look good, but it's with with without paying some close attention to some of his his carbohydrate and sugar intakes. He 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 can get puffy. Do you have a do you have a relationship? Do you have any game stories? I feel like you've probably interacted with the game at some point. I've interacted with him a couple times. I was at his record release party. His very first record release party was actually at Cinespace. That, that's how long ago it was. And this was not... I had a, I had it a had feeling. nothing to do with the party that I was doing. It was, it was before I even started DJing or anything like that. This was like early, early, whenever the f- very first game song came out. And, that, and the DJ, Adam12, the guy who just had like an article written about him for some me too shit in the club at the time was wasn't he in that bad band he was in she wants revenge classic la band that no one else cared about legendary legendary la band that'd be like what are you guys talking about they were big man they had one song at the time they They had one song they were not big they had one song for a year that's fair that's fair well you know i guess i don't know i I don't talk to him anymore but i guess he's a bad person now (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't know that guy. Whatever, man. I like the point. All right, so you're in the club. The game is there. But but he was, yeah, he was like a DJ from the older generation. It was like him and DJ Am were basically like friendly rivals. They were both like white guys who were like the, the number one and number two DJs in LA. Buying for the hottest bottle service club Buying for the hottest nights. bottle service club nights. And then, and he was, so he was DJing for this game record release party. And I remember he, he was just playing and then the game was like, yo, I want. I'm ready to start like rapping my song. This is how we do. You know that song? I'm yeah, Jason. I am familiar with that track. Um, what a what a song, by the way. You know what I mean? What a song. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It really is a. Cl- I mean, the game has because that, that was around the same now. time where where G Unit was operating at full. Yeah, so that and I remember him. The game basically being like, all right, I'm ready to play my song now. And this was this is like pre Serato. You know, th- like my man was DJing off of vinyl. This is a long time ago, and and Adam Let's and go. the guy DJing, he was just like, "What song? Like you, <laughs> if you want me to play your song, you have to like give me. I need the track. I need the vi- I need the twelve inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't. And he's like, and he starts berating this man on the microphone to the whole club. Just like this bitch ass motherfucker won't play my shit, and he's like, nobody gave me your record, bro. I don't know. I can't play the song. I can't play it. And this he was is just very like, cool. And he was like, like he was afraid for his life because because at the time the game was yeah like, yeah definitely you know he he was very notorious. I mean now you know he's a Hollywood softy kind of, but at the time he was like, oh, he's like a real gang member. He's like very scary. And obviously, you know, had a lot of his his squad in the building, and it was the game would wet the club up, no no question. It was a little touch and go at, for a few moments there, but and I remember him being like, "Can you help me?" And I'm like, "I don't know what to uh, how to help." And I remember I had to like go like find like some A and R bro for whatever, you know, another you know 19 year old white guy who was afraid for his life, and just be like, "Do you guys you know, you're you're from the record label? Like, give us the record so we can play." This is how we do. So, like, 
this guy doesn't get stabbed or something in the bathroom. And he's like, I don't know, I don't know. It was. I think we ended up getting it after some drama. And then when he played it and he rapped it, it was just like, oh shit, man, this is this is like big, big, you know? Yeah, that was a big record. That was a big song. I mean, he had a lot of big songs, to be honest. I've listened to the game Essentials on the treadmill in the last six months. <laughs> game. This is the rapper of the game. Yeah, I, I think we're not too far. We're not too far away from getting the game on this podcast. I think. And then also, <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I think that if we told him it was called Big Boy's Neighborhood, no, um, no, no, but no. it's a podcast now, I think we could do. It. I'm more interested in having Big Boy and talking about weight loss than I'm talking about to the game. <laughs> I, am, I don't want to talk to Big because Big Boy would be like, the Big Boy would hit the, he would hit the, he would hit don't. the cowbell, just say, fucking got my stomach stapled. Yeah, like, Tell me about. <laughs> I mean, was it intermittent, keto, walk me through it. Hit class, low low intensity, high intensity berries. He's like, I paid a guy $13,000 in Burbank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I woke up three days later, and now I'm, I dropped a light 170. I dropped a 170. But that, so the rapper of the game was in the, was in the fucking building. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I did, I did, of course, dap him up and send, you know, send a couple bottles of, of, of uh you know Casamigos mm-hmm. to the table a little something to wash down his donut carousel exactly yeah you need you need a you need a nightcap mm-hmm. jason you know that what if i sent what if i sent the game a, a dj steve <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this amaro <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I thought i'm looking for a miri bro you spelled this wrong <laughs> um so so and then so I, I my eyes dart over as i'm walking back from the bathroom i see the game and then right before i take a right back out onto the onto the like outdoor area um i see don't tell me there's another a-lister oh i i wouldn't consider him an a-lister but he's not funny comedian russell peters in the building mm. holding court holding court with like eight dorks like you guys can't get a single chick to come to dinner with you or is this fella's night russell peters is the least funny comedian i've ever seen in my life that's not true. There's worse. I hate him. I think he's he's my least favorite comedian. And mainly You're saying he's worse. You're saying he's worse than Dave Chappelle in 2021? <laughs> that's not even a that's no contest, bro. That was a joke. That was a joke. I was trolling. I don't know, like uh, because I saw when Russell Peters would come on to the scene and it was like, "Oh, here's this comedian. He plays like Wembley Stadium so and crazy. he does like 80,000 cap venues all over the world." And he's like the biggest comedian ever. And I was like, oh, damn, I got to check this guy out. And I watched him do stand up. And it was, it was, it was like, oh, I've laughed more watching Big Bang Theory on TBS with commercials. It was just un- yeah, unwatchable. Yeah, yeah, it, was just, it was pure shit. Yeah. Young, <laughs> young Sheldon's got better jokes <laughs> than fucking. Yeah, the writing. Peters. I mean, yeah, dead the writing on Young Sheldon. <laughs> Leaps and bounds above anything from Russell Peters. And also, he fancies himself a DJ, which is kind of like... Oh, I forgot you stick about the that. Na- you stick the knife in my, in my abdomen, and then you twist it with that. How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So... For maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock, going through you know hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, 
it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. <laughs> Last night, well, first of all, yesterday I did I did make the trek to Echo Park to check out a new retail mm -hmm. location. Uh, Despair Bookstore, which sounds very cool. Yeah, I did. I went to check out a new bookstore. Uh, it was 25 minutes each way, but there's nothing I won't do to support a small business, Jason, <laughs> as you know. Damn, bro. You circumnavigated this fine town. I did. I, I went all, but the, So I, I, I went there, and, they, and she's done a great job with it, and there's some great stuff. There's new fiction. There's art. There's you know blah, blah, blah. But the, uh, the best thing she's done, the smartest thing she's done is the location is directly next 
next door to cookbook, Mm-mm-mm. which I feel like you're just going to make bread straight up off the line. Unintended. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a that's a, it's a brilliant location. And it gives that little little block a little more action. You know what I mean? It's smart to hitch your wagon to an already existing liberal stronghold. Exactly. If you're gonna buy, if you're gonna spend money on artisanal ramps, you're probably gonna buy some artisanal auto fiction, aren't you, Chris? Very true. Yeah, very true. So and then, but then last night I had to hit the nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Just to just to round. So so okay, you went to catch nice guy and. Didn't you go somewhere else this weekend? That's it. I could. I mean, Drake did want me to go to Delilah, but I was too tired. But, I mean, if you want me to, I mean, <laughs> I, I I could. I could hit him. You know, okay, so what's what's up? I've actually never been to the nice guy either. Nice guy. Al made a good point about nice guy, the menu. you know, it, Not a place you go for food. Uh, I mean, it was popping. Like, every table's full. People eating. But basically, no, you don't. But basically, I mean, it's the same thing as Delilah. It's just like, the, what I like about it is that these places don't try to like experiment it's like we have pizza we have hamburgers we have pasta yeah there's no crazy shit we're not trying to like do any flavor you know we're not they're doing stuff for like are you a millionaire with the palate of a child <laughs> yes exactly come here that's a style of food but I, I appreciate it more than a place like that that's literally for celebrities to come do coke mm-hmm. trying to be like avant-garde or, or or michelin bait it's like you guys stay in your lane charge twelve dollars for the valet mm-hmm. charge eighteen dollars for drinks and have a cachoe pepe that's not bad you know, it's no, not, no, no. It's I mean, fun. that does need good. to exist so that people like me who want the Michelin tasting menu celebrity shit to feel better about ourselves and more superior than, you know, yes, retarded celebrities who want to have mac and cheese bites and chicken tendy thingies with caviar and truffles on them. See, it, interestingly, interestingly, there wasn't any of that there. It wasn't as dumb as the Delilah menu. <laughs> I mean, just to go to a restaurant and like, okay, here's here's it's like it's all it's just the kids menu but everyone is you know there's a yeah, lot of adult really children in LA. having chicken tenders having chicken tenders having chicken chicken tenders on a menu for adults makes me mad i, I stand with it, you yeah it makes that. me I mad and i love tenders i eat them all the time but also the problem with that type of stuff is like oh you have a menu that has like 20 different items on it and you like you know here's the branzino and the the braised short ribs and the blah 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 and then you also have the chicken tendies or like cheeseburger or pizza or mac and cheese. The, the, the problem with that for me is like I don't – that's the only food that I trust. Like you you buying this frozen chicken tender and charging me $18 for three of them. Yeah, yeah. I know you're not going to fuck that up as much as, you know, the steak preparation or, you know, a salad or something like the that. Fact that, you think that you, the fact that you think these guys are not, first of all, slaughtering the chickens themselves <laughs> with their bare hands – and then breading them and frying them in their in their state of the art kitchen on on La Cienega is honestly disrespectful to the community yeah. of chefs that's that work so hard. And I thought I thought you fancy yourself, <laughs> you know, a little bit part of that community. So it's pretty wild to see the disrespect from your mouth. Look, I didn't like the words coming out of my mouth, but it, it is what it is. But there's there's so many of those places like that where I don't trust anything going on, so I have to find food on the menu. That is the le- the the least amount fuck upable. So if you see me going to a place like Sunset Tower or Chateau or any of these like really fun, nice, fancy hotel places that have shit food, I'm gonna be getting a 
shrimp cocktail, a martini, a cheeseburger and fries every single well, time. Well, the thing the thing is is that that the this type of thing, I feel like it exists more in LA than anywhere yeah, else in the world. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it, it all it literally is all it's just whole it's just hotel food is what Like it, I don't eat at places like this in New York. I don't go to places like this in New York. Like but I, I just don't do that. Like in New York, there's just not – that is not something I've maybe ever done. Well, that's not something I do in L.A. until I started hanging out with you. Well, it's funny. And also, these are the places that have thrived during COVID because they're not owned by cucks. They're owned by people who want to make money. <laughs> that's the that's the thing about it, I think. These places are open and have been open because they don't give a fuck. They don't care. Like their customer doesn't give a fuck how it looks. Yeah, to well, there. but also you, you know the, I mean? that's like, the type of stuff where no one's ever going to order takeout. No one's gonna be like, all right, I want to. I'm gonna Postmates a fucking chicken par- parmesan. I think you're wrong. I think you're. I think you're wrong. Jason. I mean, I, I, there's, I there's, there's places- three people Postmatesing a chicken parmesan from from that hotel, and it's like Barbara Streisand. You're you're underestimating you're, you're you're underestimating the absolute awful taste of everyone in your fine city. I know. Bro. I know. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Nice guy, Delilah. We're doing a takeout, not a not a robust takeout business, but enough to, mm-hmm. to, not to shake a stick at. You know what I mean? Enough to like make money. But these guys just don't care, and like the people that are there don't care. They want a valet. They want to take pictures. They don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. And God bless them. No, no, no. I mean, you they, know, I mean, I, I that is a part of our life and our ecosystem that does ex- it exists in Miami as well, not just LA. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's true. I, I but I've just done it more here. I mean. I obviously catch and the nice guy were not my choices, but I'm happy to go there and have the experience because no, 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 it is an experience. It gives us something to talk about on this podcast, if nothing else. It is a it is a, a mine a mine for content, and it also it's important to remember and be grateful for what it is that you have your in your life that you've cultivated for yourself to be like, oh shit, I forgot. You know, like that's why I love going to West Hollywood. You know, once a month. Just to see the best neighborhood in L.A. Just to yeah, see. I mean, I it's like if Disneyland didn't have a ticket price, that's West Hollywood, and you just walk around and you're like, "You people are not living on planet Earth. This is not none of this is all a simulation." I described this. I described this yesterday to someone though, where I was like, "The East Side. I would rather be surrounded by people like that than surrounded by like fake, struggling, cool guys on the East Side." No, I would. That's too. where I've. That's that's where I've found myself as I've gotten older. I'm like, I just want to be around these fucking freaks that I have nothing in common mm-hmm. with except the goal of trying to be rich. That's the one thing that brings people yeah, together. At least they're trying to do something, anything. And it also, it's just, it's, it's, it never gets old. It's always so entertaining to just watch all those people. You know, it's like yes. the, the boulevard of broken dreams. When, when, when before those dreams get fully broken, it's so entertaining to watch. No, it really is. It's it's more appealing to me than like, oh, you're oh, okay, cool, yeah, you moved here, um, and you're a skateboarder that works. Oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I can. I I, I just don't. Your band is is doing okay. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I just don't want to be around that anymore. Or I want to be around it when I when I choose to you know what i mean versus like that's who you see at the whole foods 365 mm-hmm. yeah know? the WeHo um, people they're messy but at least they're being themselves yeah it feels it feels authentic to have and and the yeah it's just it's a different i don't know it's different but i'm gonna i you know luckily i am re- returning to the big apple so i can eat you know at balthazar or whatever and get my you know just just reset the clock you know after all of this i still need to go dining. eat a full proper meal at balthazar i've never done that i've only gone there for like a little light breakfast or like a pastry coffee type of thing i've never had like a full meal there what 
Is it is it a place that's known for its food? Kind yeah. I mean, I yes and no. I mean, I say no more. Chris. But I think if no well, but I think if like for you, it's like oh yeah, you would get the French. I don't eat like the French onion soup or something that's like so famous and probably really really good. Mm-hmm. I would never, I would never eat that. So it's like it probably is right, right, right. You know what I mean? I'm talking to the wrong fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the um, I'm going. I get it's it's I'm prefer it for lunch uh to dinner, but um. What do you go? What do you get for lunch there? Uh, what do I get there? I get a. I mean, there's of course a baby gem. The, yeah, salad. There's a. Um, there's a shrimp cocktail, of course. There's oysters. I mean, you know, there's all that stuff. There's mm-hmm. a full, full seafood tower, sure, sure. of course. Um, I used to get. I used to get like an egg thing. I don't know what people eat there at night. I think it's probably like a a fish situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but if I were to get, if I were to go do a lunch there, where well, you would get escargot, I imagine. Yeah, I, I don't need escargot in my life. Oh, why am I slipping? Why am I? Why am I slipping? I always got the omelette, of course, with what, fine what, herbs. What kind of omelette? Oh, just, a, oh, just like a yeah, classic French omelette with herbs. Classic French omelette, and when I'm feeling like a bad boy, of course, I'd get the fries. They're famous for it. If you haven't, Jason seen the uh, new york times video about how balthazar makes the fries um it's really good it, it's, it's i think i have watched this kind of from a long time ago right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but it's, no, it's I a think fun that. and they used to have a sandwich i would get when i used to eat sandwiches obviously that's a long time ago um back when you're on your chubby boy swag when i was on my chubby boy swag but yeah i would i, I would get that but yeah there's a yeah, there's a pate for you, Jason. There's a biblet. The biblet salad is quite good, really simple, with a shallots, chives, and a Dijon vinaigrette. Yeah, okay. It sounds like a place that I'm not going to go there for the food, but for the whole vibe, which is which is totally fine, no problem. It's not a culinary destination. It's at this point, Jason, I don't even. I, at, at this point, I don't know what restaurant you do go to for the food. I, I truly don't even know anymore. <laughs> That's a great point. I mean, like, where where do you go that you actually like the food? There's lots of places that I go because I actually like the food. I mean, like Fish King, I go there fucking three times a week because I can go get an amazing. Sure, but you know that's like totally know. vibeless. I'm meaning like a restaurant, like that's a totally real vibeless. like that's like me going to like Erwan and being like that's not a restaurant. That's like a, a that's like a place. Okay, okay. I mean, I would I would say like you know sushi places like Shintaro. That's a place that I go for the food and yeah, you know, there can there can be a vibe. Yeah. Like I've seen tons of celebrities there over the years, but. Um, it's not really like a, a buzzy spot like that. It's not like an over. Yeah, no, it's not the point. Yeah, it's not the, like you're going there to eat. It's you're not going there to to be seen necessarily. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of most places because I like. I mean, as much as I love the scene of like crazy WeHo celebs and you know the excitement and the glitz and glamour and the the blah 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 of it all. I also love going to just a random ass restaurant where the whole crowd, the whole scene, the, the entire demographic and clientele are just like random ass freaks I've never seen before in my entire life. And just, just you know, from a, a strictly observational people watching position, I'm, I'm, I'm just as happy doing that. Well, what would you say? What would you say? The re- what? What? Give me an example of a, of like a place that that I would know. You know what I mean? That like marries these two things that, that we're talking about. Like where the food is actually great and the scene is actually is actually good. It can be a classic. It can. It doesn't need to be like you don't need to blow my mind. I'm just trying to understand the point of view, TJ's point of view. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe like Langer's Deli. I guess I don't know if that's a real restaurant. Restaurant. Um, I know what you mean by that, but no, that's not a real restaurant. I mean, it is, it's not but a it's real like a restaurant. Oh, motherfucker. El Coyote, <laughs> El Coyote. I'm probably the only person who likes the food at that El Coyote. That place is fucking disgusting. I will not go to El Coyote. I, I El Coyote is truly. They need to spray that with bleach like vegetables no, in early quarantine. It's legendary spot, Chris, and a great clientele there. 
Um, shit, bro. Sweet green. <laughs> that this is what I mean. I think you're. I think you're too idealistic about this, and it might not exist. No, you're right. It's it's tough. No, I mean it really is hard. There are there are basically zero restaurant. I mean, okay, like okay, uh, like Gem in New York. There's I mean, there's way more restaurants in New York where I like the food and the scene. Yeah, but again, Gem is a, a bad example. It's like a tasting menu. It's like not a normal. I'm talking about a normal restaurant. Uh, maybe like Minetta Tavern. Okay, that's a good example. That's a, that I'll, I and I love that too. You know, what I mean, that's a great that's place. I'll go there any example. time. Yeah, that's a, okay. I understand that now. I mean, I think I think Balthazar is is obviously uh, or also me. Langer. I mean, not Langer. Sorry, Lowry's. Lowry's prime rib. You you had a bad example when we went there for the outdoor dining, but on a on a typical day, the food, the service, and the clientele yeah, yeah, is usually yeah. pretty lit. You'll pull yeah, up no, and I see like OJ Simpson there, I mean, there it, having having lunch with fucking. <laughs> Bro, if I saw OJ Simpson's, if I saw OJ Simpson somewhere, I would be so sad. You'll go to Lowry's. You'll see a table. <laughs> they have the the martinis with the olive that's stuffed with old prime rib meat. Which is which is nasty, but you'll see really O.J. Simpson gross. having dinner with Roman Polanski like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> O.J. O.J. and Roman breaking some bread before their prime rib hits the hits the yeah, table, yeah. and they're and they're just talking about college football. You know what I mean? They're not talking about any murder or rape <laughs> yeah. or any well emotional. To, to be fair, to be fair, Lowry, my experience at Lowry's it was like a bad college football game. Um, it had it had every it wasn't D one. Oh, let me gross. put it. That yeah, that way. was. I mean, it's it's not a restaurant for you. You have to one eat meat and number two love meat and then number three enjoy a fine red wine or martini you know the only thing that you're gonna like and then also the indoor decor it's like it's like you're dining yeah. inside the titanic it like hasn't been changed. i did that's cool i mean that's the other thing that that is like that, that what makes Mineta so great and balthazar so great as well it's like that yeah, yeah, all yeah. keith mcnally restaurants have that feeling of like damn mm-hmm. this interior is fucking dialed yeah that's the i mean i don't care if the food is whatevs but if you have that type of service where it's like maitre d's and waiters and waitresses and servers who have been working there for 50 years they're all like so good at their job i'm just ha- i just I, yeah, it's a yeah. pleasure to just watch that that machine turn no me too i i'm i'm always so impressed by that when it's like a full performance you know what i mean these people are whipping around it's like the cirque de soleil i don't give a fuck what you motherfuckers are doing but it is impressive it, very it's very impressive yeah i mean I, i'm you know new york obviously cursed de blasio july one new york is back it sounds like the masks are over at least for people who don't want to wear them <laughs> so that so july 1st Indoor and outdoor, no mask necessary. No, I don't. I don't actually know what that means. But he said it, it's basically like New York is back July first, which makes me think it's more of a capacity thing. It'll just be like, yeah, I've, you I've can seen do whatever. I I, I I kind of want to learn what the exact definition of the economy is going back to normal. What that means exactly, as it pertains to like a virus that kills thousands of people. Yeah, it truly, it truly, it truly sounds like a Donald Trump <laughs> thing. You know, to me. Like we're just we're getting this back to normal. It's like what does that mean exactly? But I want it, so I don't really care. I want it. I want it. I mean, especially once I'm once I'm fully vaxxed, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a ceremony where I light a bunch of masks on fire on Instagram Live. So you guys just let me know. You guys <laughs> let me know if you if you want to see Come that. And take it, pussy. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to do that. We can. You know what? We could probably do that in Orange County. Actually. Yeah, I was I was just there yesterday, and they don't like covid or masks there i've i have learned they they don't like um pussies like me either 
Well, the fact that you're they, I mean, they're, they're sad because someone like you was born into this dynasty and then you turned into a pussy. I'm a traitor. That's what. Yeah, you're literally a, a, a cuck trader that moved to the big city and doesn't know how to behave anymore. Despite being a tatted up cis white male wearing shorts, they still are not feeling the kid. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> the kid. Unfortunately, you're missing some crucial elements that give you away as a city slicker now. You know. I think that's the problem. They they can tell. They can smell it. They, they can smell the pussy on me, and it, not yeah, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, not not in a good way. They can they can they they know they can look at you and tell that you voted. Now for they're Biden, Orange, Orange you know, County. Yeah, yeah. They're, I was talking to to my girlfriend about it, and I was like, I don't, you know, like imagine because I was so basically I was driving around in in Orange County. I went out to lunch with my mom, and then uh, hung out with my girlfriend's family, and. You know, I spent about 20 minutes in the car, you know, going from one place to the other in Orange County. And twice I was, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how to describe what happened to me, but basically the simple fact that I was driving a Tesla, basically I was, I was auto bullied um, twice in Orange County. The first time I'm, I'm literally pulling out of a Whole Foods. You know, which seems like a well, that's a known. I mean, that's a known pussy location. So that doesn't that's surprise fair, that's me. That's fair. So I'm, I'm pulling. No, I'm, I wasn't spotted at Whole Foods. I will say, I was, I was waiting at a red light, and I was, I was in the left lane. So there's a there's a left turn lane. Everyone's trying to get over to the left to go to the freeway. There's a right, the center lane and a right lane. I'm in the center lane, and in the right lane is this giant white like Chevy monster truck, and it's just like you know, like he's throwing revs at the red light. He's got the diesel. He's got the diesel. And in the he's tank. he's sort of like <laughs> he has the diesel in the tank. It's bahad out, and he's sort of letting me know that like I am. He's interested in racing me off the line, perhaps. And like <laughs> I'm literally in a Tesla that can like beat Porsches, and he's in like a Chevy Silverado. Oh, don't you know? get, don't get your little don't don't don't. We don't. I'm not going <laughs> to let you cap for Elon anymore on this podcast. Beat the Porsches. We don't need to editorialize. Well, just tell know, the story. I'm just trying to set the scene that the uh, the acceleration of an electric car will will surely beat a, uh, a yes. Chevy pickup truck from 2000. Yeah, we know, Jason, and, and you're going to go you're going to go to space oh. next year too. But yeah, so yeah, as okay. soon as the light turns green, he he kind of like floors it and he starts taking off, and then I just to I'm like I'm having a good time, so I'm like, all right, this guy wants to race, I'll I'll go, and then I just I, I hit the gas and I go just to the point where I'm catching up with him. So I can like look at him and laugh, and he can look at me. You're making you're making eye contact. You do put on your black flies <laughs> to fit in a little bit more. Yeah. So then at that point, he he still has to. He's trying to get. Uh, he's trying to go past me and then go into the left turn lane so he can get in the freeway. And then I start blocking him to not let him do it. I'm moving forward. I'm moving back. And then he basically just. You're risking your you're risking your life basically to to, to promote <laughs> Elon Musk Tesla company. I'm risking man. I mean, he drew first blood. It feels like that. That's one way to put it. Well, yeah, Jason, but you don't have to see what I've learned is a cat, a recovering temper person. You gotta, you know, you just you, you can't engage these guys because he will pull out a gun. He will kill you <laughs> if he can catch me in my my little gay sled. I wish he would, bro. He looks out. He looks over and sees you and your bi POC girlfriend in a fucking Tesla. You're the enemy. I know. Well, I agree, but I'm. I was solo, white man solo. Oh, you're even more the enemy then, because it's it's. Yeah, she. My girlfriend was like, they're looking at you, and they're like, 
that fucking pussy probably voted for like <laughs> Biden probably likes Bernie Sanders. Let's get him. Like that that was that was the vibe that was going on. But anyway, I, I was blocking him for a while and then I finally let him go. And then he started doing this thing where he would where he went in front of me and then I've seen this happen in it only happens in Orange County to me, but where a big truck will go cut you off, go right in front of you and then kind of put it in neutral and then just floor it. So it creates this big smog of exhaust. Yes, I, I yeah, I've heard of this, but I've this has never been. So done they to they me. try to smoke you out. They basically are like whatever. This machine kills fascists. Their version of that is like this machine kills fucking people who Pussies. want to save the environment. These are people who enjoy yes. you know pollution because not polluting is gay. But they, they, and he did the smoke out thing and, and we had a laugh, blah, blah, blah. Go to lunch with my mom. Nobody, like everyone's walking into the restaurant with no mask on and, and, and they do a thing where they pretend like they forgot it just to troll the restaurant. That's really funny. You know, like fat blonde chicks wearing leggings, you know, with like an abusive boyfriend person. Don't. <laughs> and they'll walk in boyfriend. to a restaurant where, you know, there's 50 people wearing a mask. <laughs> I'm sorry. A fat white chick in leggings with an abusive boyfriend in Orange County is literally every couple. I love that. That's a very descriptive. That's very descriptive. Paint a picture, bro. Paint a picture. And and they'll walk up and the the person, you know, at the at the counter or like the server or whatever be like, "You have to wear a mask when you come in here. I'm sorry." And then they then they'll be like, "Oh, I feel so dumb. I'm so sorry. I forgot it." And like and they're kind of like clearly like trolling. And then the people that work there are like okay do you want a mask like we we have a mask we can give you or you have to like leave because it's illegal or whatever and then sh- and then they'll like make a whole big thing about putting the mask on and there's like people behind them trying to order it's like a, but it's like a bizarre thing of like what do you, like what is is that like the pound of flesh that you can get out of these people but anyway eat the eat the lunch and then i'm driving down pch in huntington beach just you know when i was a kid i drove down the street a thousand times there's just these cute little surf shops and kids riding their beach cruisers around and now and now it's like uh it's more southern than the south like orange county is more southern and racist than the south they listen they listen to more country music than you guys have taken over congratulations it's it's a bizarre thing they only listen to they don't like country music in orange county because they think the music is good they listen to country music because it's the only non-black music that they can they can tolerate oh i see what you're saying it's like they would rather listen to country you know because they're too old to listen to like bad religion or something like that anymore like they've they realize that punk music is like too liberal and gay so they're they're like we 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 have to listen to country so i'm going down pch like 25 miles an hour you know cute little setting going on and then this big yukon with like baja tires gets behind me and starts doing the thing again of like and you know like there's tinted windows they can't see that i'm it's just like me driving a car or whatever texting you or something and then they start tailgating me revving it they're riding my ass and then one guy in the in the shotgun seat gets out his whole torso comes out of the window and he begins yes pantomiming the motion of a lasso as if he is the cowboy and I'm the pig at the rodeo, and he's trying to lasso him a Tesla. And then I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun. And then we just, we started, and I started blocking him again, and, and he would try to get around me, and I would like, I was just weaving around, fucking with him. But 
I'm like, it, if this is happening all the time to like me, any Tesla driver, yeah, like what? It, like, and I was talking to my girlfriend's mom about it. And she's like, what? What if it was just like a an Asian woman? What if it was me driving that car? Like, I would be scared shitless. I'm like, are these this car full of 19 year old? racist people with like stickers on the back of their car for like different ammunition companies like are they going to fucking <laughs> hog tie me and throw me off of a ditch you know no i mean the reality is most of these guys are pussies and they're just doing this is as far as it's going to go yeah that's you know I mean? that is like, true that is the reality but that's i mean that's the that's the bad part about places like orange county you're just in such a bubble such a silo that there's no, no that's pretty crazy i i thought that the i mean is the Tesla uncommon in in Orange County? No, I don't. I don't think so. Like, there's Teslas everywhere. It's you. You're the problem, as usual. The the car has tinted windows, so like, you can't see that it is me in there. It, it could be, you know, for all they know, it could be like five giant football players in this Tesla, or it could be a grandma, like. They don't care who it is. If you yeah. have a Tesla, okay. I well, want to kill you. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't know you. I didn't know you had the five percent limo on the <laughs> Tesla. That's an interesting choice. Um, and I know. I know she had a sun strip that goes down real low, so you got a slouch kind of see out the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did notice that. Yeah, thanks, Elon. Well, you are from Orange County. Like we can't That's take right. the boy. I mean, I didn't. That is pretty insane, though. Honestly, that's like pretty aggressive. I didn't really like twice in one day for driving a Tesla. Is is It'd be one thing if you had. I mean, there's no excuse for it, but it's just kind of crazy. Did any of these guys have nuts hanging from the truck? No, they didn't. Yeah, they're sophisticated. It's just weird to be. I mean, like you and I drove all around the South, and it's just like a racially diverse place. You know, there's white people and black people and brown people and every other person all in in the same zone, and everyone gets together and respects each other. But in Orange County, like if you're a black person in Orange County or what you know anyone that's not a white bro like you're sticking out like a sore thumb and you're you're like a it's it's like a dangerous target on your back because there's there's crazy country boys out there is there something to is there like a, a anything to read about this and like when this started happening and maybe some reasons why i mean orange county has just always been like that yeah but it seems more glendale and burbank is has also always been like that really yeah 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 like in the I don't. I mean, like the sixties and seventies. If you were a black person in Glendale or Burbank, you had to leave the city. Um, you weren't allowed to be in the city after the streetlights came on. Jesus Christ! I didn't know that. Then the cop, the cops will just drive around. It's yeah. It's I forgot. It's, it's called like a streetlight city or something like that. Interesting though, Jason. I'm seeing a through line, and that is you. Yeah, I know. I know. So <laughs> I, I would love to. I would love to unpack that. Uh, but you know, we we got we got plenty more podcasts to do. So well, I didn't know that. I didn't know that Glendale did that until after I moved here, and I was born into Orange County uh, against my will. So I didn't. I did not choose it, but. Yeah, I think it's, you know, they called it the orange curtain for a reason. It's just like we, sure. yeah, they, I mean, that yeah, term, yeah, they wanted sure, to sure. separate and create their version of a utopian suburban society away from black people. You know, that's literally what it was. Were there like leaders of that? Were there like p- figureheads of that? Or was it just like a kind of a, a, it was, a guideless movement? Like it was obviously organized in some way, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. not to bring up Polanski again, but like similar to Chinatown, it's always, you know, you always go up the money trail and there's always someone somewhere. That's doing it, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like the, the person who's in charge of the Department of Water or you know some some type of thing or the railroad track guy or the yeah yeah the guy who's building the freeways or whatever they were they're like we need to build a place where black people or brown people or asian people or anyone who's not white 
feels uncomfortable to be there. The police are going to make it uncomfortable for them. The residents are going to be weaponized to make it uncomfortable for them. And then they'll just be able to have their own little life where they listen to country pop music and play cornhole and live happily ever after. Don't don't drag don't drag cornhole is agnostic in this <laughs> fight. Don't do that. But no, that is really I mean, honestly, that's like really aggressive. I mean, and what you're saying is like imagine imagine if you're yeah. like an Asian mom or a black guy in a Tesla I, I, and that's happened. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Cause I mean, you don't feel that you don't feel that threatened. Cause you kind of understand these guys, you know what I mean? To some extent. Yeah. Yeah. They just think that I'm a pussy and they want to run me off the road and they'll have a laugh and forget. Yeah, there's about no it. actual, I feel like the, I feel like the malice for a Tesla is not quite as deep as, as racism. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like funny to them. Yeah, of course. Not. Um, that is, yeah, I mean, that's kind of wild. Yeah, that does not, that would never happen in Atlanta. And it's not something, like that just, I, weird, I don't like, think. And ever since I was a kid, like when I was a kid, I didn't realize anything that was going on. And like, you know, they, I'm sure some people who are older than me in Orange County were trying to, you know, spread the propaganda of anti-immigration, anti-Mexican and, and Asian. I've told you that, I've told you the story of like how on public transit, like there would be, in Atlanta, this was common. They would, if you had a bunch of tattoos, they would approach you and give you like a business card about joining the Ku Klux Klan. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, if, if you had like, if you if you were white and I mean, you know, if you're white and you had tattoos and shit, they would like, they, it would it would be like, it wouldn't be super overt, but you would mm-hmm. like know you you would you would get it. It was very odd. It if never you, happened. If you to didn't me, look like it, a long hair hippie, I, I mean, I remember something like that, but it wasn't involving race uh, racism or it involved streetwear actually. But I remember being a little kid. You know, I was probably like seven years old, eight years old, or whatever. And there was the you know the the clothing company Bad Boys Club. Yes, yes. There's yes. like an iconic logo. With the arm flex, with the bicep flex. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, You've yeah. probably seen it. Yeah, he's got the arm flexing and he has like a flat top lover. So like the Bad Boys Club in like whatever, the the late 90s or sorry, late 80s, they had this kid going around door to door. Basically, he would just walk around neighborhoods in, my, in, in Huntington Beach door to door. And if they deemed the kid cool enough, you know, some kids skating in front of their house or riding their bike, whatever, they would hand him a like a stick, a bad boy club sticker and then like a flyer for like their sample sale or something like that. And it was like the or- early origins of like Supreme being selective about who gets to buy their clothes or saying like. That's really strange. And I remember I being a kid that. and some like badass 14 year old with like a shaved head wearing a wife beater. <laughs> you know, he was probably racist, but I didn't know. But. He's like, what's up, bro? And he handed me like a Bad Boy Club sticker and then like a little flyer for their sample warehouse sale. And I was like, oh, my God, I have made it. Dude, that is like, first of all, that's street team. I love that. That's um, real street. Yeah, real street team. That's really interesting, though. That's really interesting. Um, Shout out to the Bad Boys Club. Who knew, man? Okay, well. Oh, Jason, another podcast down in the books. Man, hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Um, All right, well, it's it's a it's. A, Hopefully the sun comes out on this beautiful Sunday. I'm actually hitting the court with the ball machine with Coach Jake Davis. Oh, nice, nice. I hope you enjoy that. Tell Jake I said hi. So pray for me. He told me it's going to wear me out. I can't wait to hit that ball machine. How? Where are we at on the rehab? Because I I'm I need TJ back on the court. <laughs> well, I ordered a uh, a device, a medical rehabilitation device. It's like these little wedges. It's like a it's like a, l- a little platform wedge to like angle your 
your feet up or down. So when you're doing like, oh, okay, sure, so sure, like, sure. We do it squats and stuff. Yeah, they're called foam inclined slant boards. It's like a like a heavy dense foam, and you can use it for. Oh, like, what a fun what a fun name! I wonder what that means. <laughs> You Damn. can do you can do calf, ankle, foot, leg stretches, and then you could do it. You know, uh, a decline to kind of protect your knees when you're doing squats and things like that. Of so, course, lets you get lets you get deeper into the stretch. You know, bingo, bro. You know, you could try it out next time you come over. It's it's a dream come true. Uh, so you didn't answer my question. Um, what what are we? Oh, I'm still I'm still not good for sure. My you know. <laughs> I, I was walking the dogs this morning, and I, uh, my shoe kind of like nicked a curb, you know, like where the curbs get a little slanted, and you can kind of trip over it. I kind of like barely nicked it a little bit, and I felt a, a searing pain all through my leg and kind of had to stop walking for a minute. Um, so, you know, we're still on the road to recovery. It's still pretty oh, fucked God, up. God, pray for TJ. Uh, if you if you make me create a GoFundMe, I'm going to be very upset. So let's get this. Let, <laughs> go, GoFundMe for what? A knee replacement? Server? I don't know, man. You're you're bitch made. It sounds like so. I mean, it sounds like GoFundMe might be the only solution. I don't know. Okay, let's do it, please. No, we we will never do that. That's that's worse than Patreon. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, how long gone? Uh, we're back next week with more um, insane podcasts. Just insane, wild podcasting, Jason. That's what we do over here. It's mental. It's absolutely. And mental. listen to this list the this episode of How Long Gone Radio. Some good tunes on there. Um, and that is all. I hope everyone listening has a bomb ass week. And we will see you guys on Wednesday. Let's go. I'm